When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Thursday, August 19th. I'm Rudy. Happy National Drink a Full Pot of Coffee Day. I don't know if that's the official day, but since I was out late last night, it may have to be. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. Yeah, thank you guys so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, and every day at 9.45 a.m. We go live on Instagram. It's not, it's, at, it's at Rudy underscore Povich. I was going to say it's at 9 dash underscore 45. That doesn't make any sense, though. Today on the show, I saw the cutest thing today. You guys are going to be so excited, but first, what's up, Jules? How are you? Uh, drink less than a pot would be a challenge. I agree, dude. For sure it would. Hi, Tara. Uh, the Munger Games. What an amazing name that is. Uh, let's see. Danielle, good morning. Hi, everybody. Uh, first and foremost, you want a couple of tickets. I think I got, like, two sets of passes left for the House of Comedy coming up on August 24th. I'll be doing, uh... A few minutes on stage with about 10 other comics that night. It's uh, at the House of Comedy, Mall of America. If you want tickets, just give me a a quick DM. Let me know if you're going to make it. I'll get you on the guest list. Also, September uh, 9th is a Thursday night. I'm going to be over at uh, Twin Cities Film Fest doing their shorts and stand-up evening. If you want tickets for that, just let me know, and we'll get you some more details. By the way, that is in St. Louis Park, West End, to be specific. So... Uh, earlier this morning, uh, I had a cup. I had a huge pendulum swing, and maybe you guys have seen this on the news. But I recently saw that whole episode with Jack Morris, former Twins pitcher. He's also the play-by-play guy for the Detroit Tigers. He had a whole ordeal um, about he was up again. He was I don't know. He made like they're saying it's a racial slur. I'm like I don't know. If this is a, I don't think this is a racial slur. You guys. No, I mean, the, I don't know. I was so angry by it the other day because I was talking about it with somebody and they were like, you know, man, Jack Morris, it's, it's too, it's too bad that Jack Morris, who I thought was a nice guy, turned out to be a racist. I'm like, Jack Morris is not a racist. Jack Morris has done nothing but, you know, probably done more for minorities and for, you know, just being a good guy in baseball. I mean, you talk about dudes who are like huge pricks. You look at the Alex Rodriguez's of the world. You look at someone like the Richie Sexton's of the world. Jack Morris is like a pretty good dude, right? Um, he made a uh, he made a comment uh, about one of the players. Uh, one of the players. I- I'm gonna screw this guy's name up. I screw it up every time, and I apologize. What's up, Jim Norder? How are you? Good morning, Mira. Um, Shohei Otani. I always screw it up, but he's one of the best baseball players. Uh, in the league right now. Not only is the guy a hell of a pitcher, but he's also batting like a 398 or something. Well, he was up at, at the plate and somebody said, hey man, like how do you stop a guy that's this good? And I'll let you find it on your own. I don't need to play it here because Jesus Christ, I get enough people up my ass about stuff. Uh, but I'll let you find it on your own. And I was kind of angered by it. I was reading some of the comments on Twitter, which by the way, don't, I, we, we should be past that. Don't ever. Oh, 
If you want to spend hours of your day just being miserable, there you go. I mean, you can either move to Ohio or just read Twitter. Either way, equal parts miserable. But Jack Moore has taken a lot of heat saying, ah, he needs to be suspended. It's a cancel. He needs to be canceled. You know, you get one, uh, you know, you get one chance and you're out. Sorry, bud. Time for you to go. And I'm like, not time for you to go. Jack Morris is a good dude. He's no goddamn Dan Gladden who wouldn't sign my 8x10 when I was nine years old in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Uh, Jim Norder, can you say hi to Kim Ed Gardner? Hi, Kim Ed Gardner. Yes, I can. Um, but to, I don't know. I was listening to it and I'm sure like, here's the thing. The people that should be offended by it, probably not. Probably don't give a shit. And then earlier today, I was out, and while I was at the gym, I saw the cutest Asian couple. They were walking in together, holding hands, probably well into their upper 70s, low 80s. And um, I'm sure right now in your mind, you're picturing a, a, a diminutive woman and a, a man, but that wasn't the case. It was two dudes, two Asian guys holding hands, walking in together. And I thought, how difficult was that journey and we talk a lot about journeys in society nowadays that journey was probably the hardest because not only uh are you a minority inside of a minority but you are coming from a background where that shit is not accepted there's two dads on the planet that are probably have probably left this earth who are wicked pissed when they found out that their boys were gay and that's sad that's a sad reality. But as I was just, uh, I was just kind of hanging and uh, just sort of watching these two interact, you know, I imagine that they've probably been together for a long time. I imagine that whatever their upbringing was, and they both spoke with, they both spoke English, but also spoke with accents, which sort of indicates probably from a, a, a different country. And I just thought like, how crazy of a journey was that, that these two found each other and then... To have such a background like that, to, to come up in a society, and especially a culture that does not accept gay, you know, to be where they're at. And then I, I, I hearkened back to Jack Morris, and I was like, I wonder if these two, who probably had a ton of problems, who had, you know, not only are you dealing with, like, probably family who doesn't want to recognize who you are, probably parents who have completely shunned you. I mean, they probably walked away from you and everything that you're about. Imagine that. And imagine to be in your 80s still and just, I, I, I'm just I'm speculating, but I, I thought these two gentlemen were at least low 70s, or excuse me, uh, low 80s, high 70s. They were definitely older. And to see these two walking hand in hand, it was great. It was like such a nice moment. And I thought, I wonder if these two are pissed off about Jack Morris. I wonder if the, these are two gentlemen who have the right to be angry at Jack Morris. Who's angry? <laughs> There's all these like 22 year old kids on Twitter that are like, fuck this Jack Morris. He needs to be canceled. It was like, no, he doesn't. He's probably employed and given more to minorities and to foreigners than any other fucking guy that you know. I'll guarantee it for sure. This guy has been nothing but like an angel to the city of Detroit. We loved him here in Minnesota. He was a part of that whole, you know, world championship twins team. I'm telling you, the guy's a good dude. Why are we like wasting our time with this? And the two guys who probably should be angry about him, the two guys that probably have a right to, you know, say, yes, we should, should probably suspend this guy or get after his ass a little bit, walking hand in hand down the street with big ass smiles on their faces, not giving a shit about Jack Morris. And I thought that's a good place to be.
That's a great place to be. Why are we caring so much about what it is that other people's are, other people are saying and doing, especially when it means nothing to us? What a goddamn waste of time. All the resources meant, do you know, this is one of the craziest stats I've ever read. I think it came from a Malcolm Gladwell book that the reason why you would see guys like Steve Jobs and why you would see Mark Zuckerberg wear the same thing every single day is because it takes so much brain power to just pick out your clothes. Think about that. Picking out your clothing for the day is so stressful on your brain that these guys, these bearers of industry, these guys who have changed the face of the earth, these guys had just decided, I will wear the same thing every single day and bullshit if (laughs) I'm not going to let something as stupid as picking out my clothing take away brain cells. Imagine if we did that with like stuff like Jack Morris. I mean, when the apocalypse happens and all the computers shut down and we have to like, you know, live underground with no technology. I mean, we might not have like all the shit we have now, but think of how happy we're going to be. I'm looking forward to the apocalypse. Bellamy Jack, good for them to be happy. Shit, yes, I agree. The two guys on this planet that probably have, I'll guarantee right now there's like a 23-year-old male. Well, I'll even say it's got to be a male. Like a male sitting in his basement stewing over this, who probably comes from a privileged background. It's like, dude, you you have no idea like how hard life really can be sometimes. So if you're I'm glad all his problems are taken care of, that he can call out guys like Jack Morris and say, you know, get rid of this dude. I'm glad all his problems are taken care of. I'm glad he's got all of his shit together. But dude, I I don't know. They suspended Jack Morris from uh, Bally Sports Detroit for making these remarks. I don't think it's that it's it's not that big of a deal. And he was he was complimenting the guy. He was that's the crazy thing, man. He was complimenting him. That's the part that I don't understand. They completely like you know oust this guy, but he was making a compliment to him. I don't know. Go look it up. I I was gonna pull the audio, but then I was like, eh, fuck it. I got enough people that are on my ass. Just me saying that Jack Morris shouldn't be canceled is probably enough for people to go fucking, you got to go too, bud. You got, Christ, I don't know if I ever told you guys this story. When Chris Harrison from The Bachelor was kind of going through his shit, I, I, I mean, I was on the air that morning saying, this is bullshit. This is, this is all, stop apologizing to these people. Stop apologizing to these kids that say like he needs to be out. That guy has done nothing. The guy has done nothing except for advocate and be on the right side of history. And now we're saying he's got to go just because he was like trying to defend a, remember, a 23-year-old girl who may have made a mistake when she was 19, but was also saying like, dude, this girl is on a show where she's trying to fall in love and marry a black man. Let's not forget about that either, Okay. So fucking get off her ass. And I'm on the air that morning just like, oh my God, just all you guys just stop pissing and moaning about this stuff and stop apologizing to these assholes. Because I'm, I, I don't, I refuse to. And then smash cut to four hours later when my boss calls me in his office and goes, oh, we got some complaints. And I was like, about what? And he's like, about you saying those people. I was like, okay, I don't know who those people are. And he's like, well, 
They think that you were talking about black people. I'm like, well, I fucking wasn't talking about black people. I was like, I was talking about people who were saying that Chris Harrison needs to get fucking ousted. And he's like, yeah, but they really do want me to talk to you. I was like, then talk. And he's like, well, they're kind of looking for an apology. I'm like, not fucking happening. Not happening. I refuse. There's not a chance in hell that I'm going to refuse. Fuck those people. Fuck them all. I'm not, there's not, there's no way. Because once you start apologizing, you start going down that route. I mean, I know that we bag on Trump a lot and that guy was a piece of shit. But the one thing that he did right was he just basically got up and said whatever the fuck he wanted and nobody ever called him for it. You can take a lot away from that. I don't personally look up to the guy, but I do look at the way he handled himself in situations like that. Fuck. Seriously. As long as you know that you are a good person inside of your heart, don't worry about the rest of that shit, man. If you know that you have absolutely no malice and everything that you say and do is under the umbrella of I am a good person. And if in, if push came to shove and asked to do something, I would always make the right choice. I talk about this with like people who, you know, guys who go to like a Packers Vikings game and then get in a fist fight out in the parking lot. It's like you fucking idiots. God, you guys are morons. If what if if the two of you were walking on a fucking trail on the side of a mountain and one of you fell off and was just hanging on by a hand. And you the other person reached over the side to grab their hand to pull them to safety. Would they stop just because that person was wearing a Packers jersey? Fuck no. They'd pull them right over the side. So why are we arguing about sports teams? Why are you idiots out in the parking lot getting into fistfights over silly shit? Over the dumbest things. All of this stuff. It's angering. We talk about progress, man. I would much rather go back to the, the where we were. Would I much rather get rid of like all the, you know, the, uh, the name calling and... You know, the bigotry and uh, yes, I, 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 but I would much rather go back to a time when none of that shit, when none of this stuff existed, none of it, because everybody was too goddamn worried about it. You never heard of a farmer who was like trying to bear children and get a good bumper crop fucking talking about like, eh, you know, man, you know, the sportscaster for the New York Yankees, I made a couple of, you know, kind of uh, racially charged uh, you know, remarks. I think it's time we got, fuck no, those guys were too busy. Way too busy. These guys, there's so much other shit these guys had to take care of. And yet here we are nowadays. No more problems, man. It's become too easy. It's become way too easy. I, it fires me up. It, I get so angry about it that this is where we're at. If you could just teach kids like, hey man, um, you know, I don't know. If, if you had to, if the only way that you could have a house is you had to learn all the skills yourself and build it, we would, all this shit would go away. Because life is so fucking easy nowadays. You get in a car, it's air conditioned. It drives itself. You got to get to the top of that building, hop in an elevator. You need to be able to like do math. You have to like add things up, subtract, do a little multiplication. You'd pull out your phone. Nobody does any of that shit by hand anymore. We've gotten so like, it's so easy for everybody to just live. Back when living was hard, none of these problems existed. None of it. I kind of want to go back to that. I don't trust people who don't put themselves in situations where they got a little bit of pressure on them. I really don't. I don't trust people that, and, and it doesn't have to be, 
a career thing. It doesn't have to be a, a, whatever it is. As long as you are pushing yourself in some sort of capacity, that's where that's where the uh, the rubber meets the road, and that is where these people will will prosper, and everybody else will fall apart. I saw a kid walking down the street the other, not even walking. He was on like one of those hoverboards, and he was staring at his phone while he had a fidget spinner in his hand. And I was like, "Could we teach this kid how to like use a fucking table saw? I bet he'd be a thousand times happier." Guarantee it. Start doing some of that. I've said many times, man, put down the fucking remote control and go build a birdhouse. Get your mind in those like situations. Do I, listen, I could afford to go out and hire somebody to mow my lawn and pick my weeds. I know I could. It's not that expensive. I don't, but I don't because I, you feel, there's a sense of accomplishment. I've never used Grubhub. I've never used DoorDash. I've never used, you know, the grocery delivery. Now, if you're a person who's like maybe a single mom and you got four kids and husband checks out a little bit early, you're trying to like keep a house afloat, working two jobs, feel goddamn free. You got enough on your plate. But for the rest of us schlubs who work like six to eight hours a day, you can't swing by Target on your way home. Fuck, I, that drives me nuts, man. I don't like drive throughs I would much rather watch people get out of their car. If you're going to go pack down 1,200 calories of shit, get out of your car and go walk in. At least get some sort of a semblance of exercise. Even though it's not doing anything, it's the symbol of symbolism behind it. That you get your ass up out of the car and you go get it yourself. Man, it really is like, it's so frustrating. And then we wonder why like kids are shitbags nowadays. We got a ton of parents that just completely fucking let them do whatever it is that they want. And then on top of it, they don't have to work for anything. Nobody's got to try. And, and, and I, listen, I know I sound like old man yelling at the cloud and our parents before us did the same thing to us. Said we didn't ever have to work for anything. But seriously, I mean, if you've had like a good chunk of your life past like 1989, like mid, uh, dude, you're living good. Life is fine. You can hear my dog and his giant clod hoppers walking around back there, I imagine. But life is good, man. Life, and when I say good, it's too easy. Way too easy. Put a little pressure on yourself. Get out, man. Go lift some weights. Go take a hike. Uh, Scooter just drug six kids into Walmart to buy lunch this afternoon. See what I'm talking about? There's like a sense of accomplishment behind it. That's the That's one of the biggest things is just like getting out and doing that one thing. And it doesn't have to be anything big. It could be go plant a goddamn flower. Whatever it is. It's just you doing something and getting out and setting your mind to a goal and, and getting it done. And that is three-fourths of life. My God. I don't know. I was just, I, that whole Jack Morris thing today, was, I was so, yesterday when I was reading it, it just, it got me so angry. And then I just saw the two of the happiest guys on the planet walking hand in hand and thought their fucking journey, the, the thing that they had to overcome to be able to get to where that they are at, to be in your upper 70s, and to freely walk hand in hand with the person you love the most in this world, that is a problem. That is you overcoming. Not you being a shitbag in some basement tweeting out that Jack Morris needs to get fired. And plus, what does it do for you? You get a badge of accomplishment that you got somebody, you know, suspended for a week. Doesn't get you any further up the road. That's why I don't get like, you know, when actors and singers and comedians talk shit about another guy or girl who's in that same, that same uh, art. It doesn't make you better. 
It just makes you look like an asshole. So knock it off. I was thinking of the late, great Tupac Shakur. Hey, man, uh, I might not be your friend, but I don't want to see you starve. I want you to eat. You're just not going to sit at my table. It's a really good way to live. I don't think about that guy quite often. Also, my grandmother caught me listening to him when I was like 16. She lost her goddamn mind about it. Uh, Lynn, sounds like Paul is tap dancing in the background. Yeah, uh, he makes no bones about it that he uh, runs this with an iron paw. And when he's like, hey, dude, when it's time for me to mosey on over and get a little kibble, I'm going to do that. I've begged him many times. Dude, sit your ass down. We're in the middle of recording these. <laughs> it would be great if I had a bulldog that could tap dance. So holy shit, I would I would quit all jobs and just bring his ass on the road. Because that is how we would do it. Uh, so coming up on uh, Friday, tomorrow night, which I've been waiting for this for quite some time now, uh, heading out to the Varsity Theater in Dinkytown, University of Minnesota. And uh, I know uh, I know a lot of people don't goddamn believe me when I say this. And I'm always like, w- why is this such a, such a weird thing to overcome when people are like, so wait a minute, you're going to a show by yourself? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to go do my thing, right? Just going to go by myself because I really don't feel like <laughs> feel like going with other people. Because I feel like the last couple of times I've gone to shows, um, I'll go out, do my thing. And then what happens is everybody at some point will screw up or fuck up my evening. And I don't want to deal with that. I would much rather just go by myself, uh, get one ticket, save a little dough. And then just go hang. And I don't know why that's such a thing that people can't get over. But uh, as I was uh, driving around last night, I had to run a couple of uh, errands. I was listening to some Stephen Lynch. Wherever she may be tonight. And I just, I love, I mean, dude, not only super funny, but then like, sings like a goddamn angel. This is a brand new song. I gotta work on these intros a little bit. This did not sound as bad when I was testing it earlier. Hopefully you guys are getting it. <laughs> the El Rey Theater, too, where he recorded this. Oh, my God, it's beautiful. My lady gives birth today. I run to her room right away. She smiles with glee. Then hands her to me. I look at my newborn and say, Damn, that's an ugly baby. Damn, that's an ugly ass baby. I'm feeling quite concerned. My semen must have turned. Oh. Looking forward to this. Last time I saw him, I saw him at the Varsity Theater years ago. And then uh, I saw him last time in Madison and then saw him at the Parkway Theater. And I'm just a big fan. And all of his older stuff was, it was pretty crude, but all of his newer stuff is probably musically the best stuff he's ever put out. And then on top of it, you also have like that beautiful singing voice. And he was, I was talking about this yesterday with uh, my buddy Dave. He was nominated for a Tony Award. He was in The Wedding Singer on Broadway. Great actor, killer music. Jesus Christ, the guy the guy rules. Check him out. Probably some extra tickets, I would imagine. Swing on down to the Varsity Theater for a hell of a show. Make sure you find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. And every single day at 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram. It's at Rudy underscore Bobbage. Once again, thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.